What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Admission Guys, where our goal is to help you navigate the college search process. We're excited to have you join us today for the second part of our two-part series focusing on the 12 days of Christmas theme, where it's actually more so all the things that we wish that we knew before going into college. So if you have not listened to part one yet, I want you to press stop right now, go back and listen to that so that you're not missing out on anything. And if you feel that this message and these episodes have impacted you and that you feel that someone else could benefit from them, then we just ask that you'll share it with someone because if you're like me and you love to give gifts to people, then why not give the gift of letting someone know who the admission guys are so that they can hopefully be positively impacted as well. Without further ado, here is part two of the 12 Days of Christmas theme episode that we're doing. We hope you enjoy it. Okay, number 10. Don't obsess over your GPA. Some schools are harder to get into than others. Schools want students who will positively contribute to their environment. So if your GPA is a few grade points too short, apply anyway and make sure you have one heck of an admission essay. You know, we we wanna look at you as an overall person. So it's not just gonna be based on your GPA. Is your GPA important? Absolutely it is. You know, we're not gonna tell you differently. If you're a, you know, D, C student, Yes, we are going to look at that. But if you're a BC student and you're involved in a lot of things and, and you know you take part in different aspects of life and you can show that, we're also going to take a look at that and look at you overall. Number 11, do not procrastinate. This is hard for me to say because I procrastinate a lot. We both do, Cole. Yes, so, but this is something important. At least with the important things, I try not to procrastinate as much. Um, so with not, so do not procrastinate. Leave, we we want to advise you to leave time for editing essays and double check your applications for any silly mistakes. Kind of like what I said a few minutes ago about the whole, uh, with the kids saying I, I'm excited to apply to University of Maryland and we're not University of Maryland. That is a little mistake. I mean, the kid was a good student and whatnot, but it's important that you proofread. And some things you can get done earlier than others. If you're in June and maybe school has just ended, maybe you can start, as I said, you know, asking teachers for letters of recommendation, but also begin to write that essay. At that point, you can't begin applying yet. Typically, applications go live August 1st, leading into your senior year, but you can start looking at essays, looking at topics, looking at different things that you may want to write and begin to jot down some you know, essay prompts maybe or, or, or some general ideas that you have and then continue to build on that essay as you go forward in the summer and not just sit down in an hour and, and get it done. Uh, it'll be a much better essay and tell us a lot more about you if you take your time, you allow people to proofread it, and you go through through things in a more paced way. This whole episode is turning into one episode of Dad Vice by you. You just got like you are just preaching right now, my friend. Cole, I am a dad, and I do give advice. So <laughs> Some I guess, would call it Dad Vice. World is Dad Vice. All right, give us number twelve. Number twelve. Brag about yourself. Like what you do with me. I do. And <laughs> uh, almost <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> it's not. I say this often. It's not bragging if you can back it up, but that's important. We don't know you. So mention your strengths. Sell yourself. Schools get thousands of applications each year. 
and we want you, you know, to sell yourself so that we pick you. Don't just sell us on one thing. Tell us all the different things that you're involved with. You, you can write a resume and an activities resume that lists all the different things and include that. List it on your application. A lot of times you can list the different things you're involved with on your application. Again, limit your essay but you can still tell us all the different things you're involved. We love when we see students who are, you know, really involved across different areas because those are the kind of students we want to accept. Yeah, it's like pulling teeth sometime when you're interviewing somebody, at least on my end, in the admissions office, when you're asking them, so tell me something, what is something you're, what's something you're interested in? Like, and they just look at you saying, I don't know. And then, you know, the mom will say, oh, well, they're involved in community service, National Honor Society, they play three sports. And I think... Why didn't you say any of that? that? That's a lot of great stuff that you could have bragged about yourself. And I think the biggest thing is kids are just afraid. They, they feel like they're bragging or, or you know overly mentioning things they do. Do that. It's okay to do that. It's okay to sell yourself to us. We don't know you. We want to know you. Number 13. If you're going to visit colleges, take notes. Explore the campus's popular hangout spot to make sure it's an environment you'll feel comfortable in. We, it's all about fit when you're picking a college. I always use the example, you don't buy a shoe because it looks nice. You buy a shoe because it's the right size and the right fit, and maybe you think it looks nice. I don't know. So, I say, I do like the way my shoes look, Cole. I do like your uh, Vineyard Vines one that you have. Imagine that, uh, people out there don't know what EJ looks like, in a, a 90-year-old in Vineyard Vines. It's, it's quite the scene. But see if you can sit in on a class or attend an event for prospective students. It's all about just seeing if you, I, I don't want to say fit in well, but if you feel like it's the right fit for you at the college. So the only way to really figure it out is just dive right in and, and things like that. And not only just taking notes, taking pictures too. I think that is huge, Cole. A month from now, two months from now, after you visit it, four, five, six, seven, depending on how many colleges you're looking at, and you sit down and you try to remember exactly each campus, pictures totally helps. It helps to kind of jog our memories to say, oh yeah, that was that institution or that one was that college. So take pictures. We all have those things in our pockets called phones that 99.9% .9 of them have cameras. So use that, take those pictures and kind of you know, put them in different folders so that you can go back and say, okay, this is what this school looked like. This is what this school looked like. And add notes. Maybe you take a picture of a classroom that's going to be where you have classes, where your major classes are going to be. That'll definitely help you to go back and remember which one is the right place for you. Number 14, if you can, talk to people who already go to schools you're applying to. Whether that be when you're on campus, talking to students who are just randomly walking across the campus, or maybe people who are from your high school, that maybe they come back over a break or over the summer, and you know you're going to look at a certain institution, talk to them. Get their perspective. See what really goes on. College life can be a tricky transition. You'll want to have a reliable resource who can answer questions. Just like in any new environment, no one expects you to know everything. Yeah, that's a really great point with everything. I mean, talking to people that are already going to schools that you're applying to can only be beneficial in the long run. And just getting another look at things and seeing what everything is like. And getting an honest opinion. Number 15, look at career development and how the school uh, helps students. Career development, of course, is huge. I, I would consider it one of our core pillars here at Lebanon Valley College. So making sure that you're asking people on campus, whether it's the admissions office uh, or tour guides, whoever may be at any school that you're looking at, asking them, hey, what does your school do to help me become successful for life after college? 
When does the career development start? When can I utilize the resources? Are the resources that are given at the school good for life or just good for the time that I'm here? It all just depends, um, but I think that that's something that you need to look at and make sure that the school is doing everything that they can to help you be successful for life after graduation. And last, but definitely not least on our list, is retention and graduation rates. Mm. And when we talk about this, I would ask different people because yes, you could ask us in the admissions office what our retention, what our graduation rates is. Please make sure that you ask four-year graduation rates because, and I don't quite understand this, Cole, but colleges have to disclose to you what their six-year graduation rate is. And I'm a little baffled by that often. I, I often ask students, like, did it take you more than four years to graduate high school? And the answer is always no. It shouldn't take you more than four years to graduate with a bachelor's degree from college. At Lebanon Valley, we actually have a graduation guarantee that if it, if it takes you longer than four years to graduate, we allow you to come back. If we do something to cause you not to graduate in those four years, come back and take classes for free. Right. The college will pay for it, right? Absolutely. The other thing I would check is if you're interested in a specific major, maybe you can check with that major, you know, do their students graduate within four years? Maybe athletic teams. I know our uh, football team here at LVC, they graduated a much higher rate than a lot of the teams they compete against in four years. So that's important, especially when you're looking at maybe a division three school like we are. What is the difference between retention and graduation? Retention is how many, is the percentage of students who come back year to year to year. Graduation is obviously once they're done, once they graduate. So, and why would it be so, why is it important to get out in four years? I know this is off script, but I just wanna, and I know the answer, but I wanna hear what you have to say. Well, Cole, number one, because like I'll say, because we, we tell people all this time, look at graduation rate and retention rate. People say, well, why? So I like well, when you in, say it. Let's go. In terms of retention, just are students getting, I guess, what they were told they were going to get mm -hmm. up front? So there's many schools that may kind of, I hate to use the term bait and switch, but, you know, they'll show you these beautiful suites. They'll show you these apartments and say, oh, yeah, they, you know, these, these are some of the places students live on campus. And then when you get there, you're in a dorm. Right. Well, we tell you up front and we show you, we do have suites, we do have apartments, but as a first year student, you're going to be living in a dorm. That's just the way normal things are. In terms of graduation, I mean, the big one, if you come back for that fifth year or beyond, and it's not a master's degree program or doctoral degree program, you're paying more. You're paying actually a lot more. So a lot of times the scholarships end after the first four years. So when you come back for those extra years, in a lot of cases, you're paying even more than you did those first four years. You're also not earning a lot of times after graduation. I mean, we are the number one school in Pennsylvania, three years running that our alumni are getting jobs. So you're earning money instead of paying money. So that's a big one as well that, you know, that extra year of earning, you know, when you start doing that, that all adds on. So retention basically is what I'm gathering from what you're saying is, that students find this place when they come on campus as a freshman year, they find this place to be a strong community, homey, whatever it is, and that they want to come back for the rest of the time each year. And then graduation, it's just important because if you're not in class and you're not, to, and you're not on time, then you're just delaying everything else and it's going to cost you way more. And that can be sometimes on the student's end, but it's also sometimes on the institution's end as well, too. It could be on both, absolutely. Because of class availability Correct. or things like that. Or if, if it's on the student's end, you just don't like to wake up for that 8 a.m. class and you fail it. Well, that's on you then.
just want to say thank you all for listening, and we hope that you enjoyed our holiday-themed episodes that we've had here. So we we love the holidays, we, we and of course the 12 Days of Christmas, but of course we want to give you more. We are people that love to just give more than what is required. So 12 Days of Christmas, we're going to give you 16 tips to help you be successful in selecting your college choice, and hopefully a few different uh, things of advice from, from EJ here, because we do not have any dad advice today. We felt it was very built into the structure of everything. I think there was a lot of dad advice, Cole. It was just input into all of the different... <laughs> you do have so much knowledge and wisdom to share, and it, it makes me so happy to see that in this wonderful time, holiday time that you're able to share advice still. Cole, I'm just happy to be here with you over the holidays. Wonderful. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast because we are here to give uh, as many t-shirts as we can. And if this is impactful for you, we just hope that you would share it with somebody and spread the word so that we can continue to get the word out to people out there and help them navigate their college search process. But we hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. EJ, thanks for being here with me. Cole, thank you for doing this. And thanks everyone for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. We greatly appreciate it.